At University of Virginia Health System, we're for bringing advanced care closer to home. So we're bringing health knowledge directly to you with UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. What does it mean to be your own best health advocate? information literate, as it were. It's the knowledge, ability, and confidence to find and evaluate information about your own health. My guest today is Lydia Whitman. She's the manager of the Patient and Family Library at UVA Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Lydia. How important, in your opinion, is it to be your own best health advocate and to be information literate when it comes to your disease? I think it's probably the most important quality that um, we can have when we are trying to either prevent illness or, uh, you know, manage an illness that has already occurred or a situation that has already occurred. Ideally, we can educate ourselves enough to prevent um, anything from going wrong. Well, I think so. I mean, there's, okay, so there's information about prevention, childhood mm-hmm. obesity or mm-hmm. heart disease or lung cancer or any of these things. There's information on prevention. And then if you do come up with a disease, then there's information about that particular situation and then mm-hmm. following treatment. So how does a patient follow that sort of timeline of information from prevention to possible treatment? Well, in the context of the hospital library, the medical center, medical center library where uh, I work, and we often see families and patients in the treatment phase, and a, a lot of information questions really come up uh, in the treatment phase, or maybe somebody is doing research because uh, they think they might have something, or they've just received a diagnosis, they haven't started any treatment yet. Um, but they're curious what some of the treatments might be. Um, and we have a wonderful, we, we, every day we use a wonderful resource called medlineplus.gov. It's from the National Library of Medicine, and it's freely available to, on the Internet to anybody who has the Internet. And one thing you can see, if you click on a topic, maybe it's heart failure or diabetes, you can see that each topic is arranged by uh, symptoms, diagnosis, treatment, outcome, you know, prognosis, what, what they expect might happen. And then um, they also, if you go to the National Library of Medicine site, have a little bit about research. Um, maybe, you know, maybe someone has tried all of the regular treatments and they really need to try something cutting edge that's being researched right now. They could possibly be eligible for a clinical trial. Those will be listed there, too. So you're right. At all stages of, of, of the process, um, there are, there's wonderful information available. There's also bad information available out there, especially on the Internet um, and even some books. Uh, so we, we, in the library, we really steer people toward current and reliable information that's written in a way they can understand because medical information can get to be like a foreign language very quickly. Well, it certainly can, and and I agree with you about Medline Plus and also the National Institutes of Library because the National Health Library, I use that when I research these shows, and so I can tell the listeners that these are very credible places to get information on research and such. So how can you help them? to be that good advocate and find these sites with your resources at the Patient and Family Library? 
Well, I really think of it as, uh, you know, people don't know what they don't know. It's just a natural state. I'm not aware that I don't know something. And I love showing people, I and the other librarians who work here, love showing people, look, you can get this resource anywhere there's the Internet. Um, now that we still have patients and families who uh, aren't comfortable using that, and so we do maintain a small print collection in the library. Um, it, it's it's not the most current. We like the internet because it's where things can get updated right away. If you know a study changes something or the government changes a recommendation, uh, you can't go and update a book on the shelf that's already on the shelf. But we help people in whatever way they feel most comfortable. Sometimes uh, we are using the computer for them finding something and printing it out so that patients and families have something in print that they feel comfortable using, even though we have used the computer to get the information. And another thing I'd like to ask you about, Lydia, is children, because sometimes, especially if a child or the parent is going through a disease process and treatment, it's very scary for children. And Mm -hmm. and having them look at some of this information can be quite overwhelming. So what do you do for children and showing them maybe things that are age appropriate about whatever disease or condition they're there to research? That's an excellent question, and we do have a children's hospital here at UVA, so we have many pediatric patients, uh, even though it's smaller than the number of adult patients we have here. Uh, I think the child life department in the children's hospital really does an excellent job. They are focused 100% on pediatrics. Um, they have all kinds of resources, you know, written specifically or um, they also have iPads, you know, the kids. It's actually uh, based on good research where if you can distract a child, maybe during an MRI or another procedure, that they'll have better results because they're cal- they remain more calm if they're watching, you know, a peaceful video or something on the iPad. Um, but they have, you know, uh, child-specific and family and parent-specific resources uh, on our children's hospital floor here. Um, in the patient and family library, we, have, we do maintain uh, a small collection of books for children, um, and some of them are very, uh, you know, general, like what is going to happen when I have my surgery uh, or, you know, um, I've just lost a sibling or when, my, you know, my brother died or something like that. Uh, we see a lot of siblings, actually, um, with the children uh, in, the, in the main area because where we are located is the main area of the lobby in the hospital. Um, <clears throat> and I find that sometimes the siblings have these questions. I helped a, a young, a young, little tiny young lady the other day. Um, her mom was in surgery, and her the grandmother had brought the girl, young girl, in while they were waiting while the mother was in surgery. And uh, I was chatting with the little one, and she ended up going toward this book about what's going to happen when I have surgery. And I realized when I was reading through it with her that even though the book was written as if the child were having surgery, she probably was having questions answered about what is mommy, what's happening to mommy right now. So um, we do, we try to support, you know, not only pediatric patients, but siblings and children of patients and families. 
I think that that is just lovely and so important because when families are involved and the studies are showing more and more that when families are involved as that support system for the disease, the person, the loved one that's going through that, that that better outcomes can result. So mm-hmm. I think that Absolutely. education and information. So Lydia, wrap it up for us with your best advice about being your own best health advocate, understanding your disease process, the treatments available and out there, and then give us the hours in your location. I think it really starts with a conversation with your doctor or whoever is taking care of you medically. Um, Health information is a supplement to the actual medical care that you are receiving, and that's a relationship that really needs to be a good one for you to get what you truly need to get better or to prevent illness. So I'm always reminding people, you know, have you asked your doctor about this or you know, um, maybe it's a conversation you want to have next time you go um, to the doctor. And I have sheets um, that can help people jot down their questions. They'll sometimes think of questions while they're in the library that they need to take back to their care team because we can't answer, uh, you know, clinical questions. We can't give medical advice in the library. But we want to encourage that conversation and help patients and families Come to that conversation prepared with good information. And, you know, if they can say to their doctor, well, I was on the National Library of Medicine site and I, and, or, or, you know, I was in the library and the librarian helped me see the blah, 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 um, they can say, um, is this treatment an option for me or is this what's going to happen? And the doctors and other care team members will respond positively when you say you were in the library or you were at the library website. Um, so we were trying to help empower you to have a good conversation, get the care that you need. Um, and, and we see twice as many family members as patients themselves. And I think this is really, a, 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 to your point, about um, when there's a team involved, not only the clinical team, but your personal family and friends um, to support you, um, the more the more the merrier, the more informed, um, the more information, you know, the better it is for you. Um, and you might not be feeling well enough to educate yourself on something, but then you may have a spouse who is going to be on top of that for you. Um, and I know that from my own experience as well. All of us are patients and families of patients. So uh, we definitely take that into, into consideration when we're, when we're helping people in their time of, of need here. People are on site at UVA. We are located right in the main lobby of the hospital, which is uh, also attached to many of the primary care center clinics. We serve not just hospitalized patients, but also outpatients, clinics, and, you know, day surgeries and things like that. And we are open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. People can also access our resources online. We have a collection of excellent health information resources online at our website. And, of course, they can call us and email us as well. 
And that website is hsl.virginia.edu slash pfl. And you can find out more information about the patient and family library at the UVA Medical Center. And such great information, Lydia. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's important that people understand to be their own best health advocate and that their providers do appreciate when they are an informed patient. So thank you so much for the great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.